0: true happiness, where does it come from? It comes from within you, right? Especially now around the holidays. Think, oh, Christmas is a festive time of year. We get together with the people we love, right? If we're lucky enough to do that. But again, certain holidays bring about depression in some people. It's called the seasonal blues, meaning there's something that's making them not happy. You know, holidays can be depressing. Because you think about this, well for me anyway. I can't get into the holiday spirit. I had this conversation with my sister earlier. She goes, why? I'm like I I don't know. I've got too much going on in my mind. And the part of me is like wanting the holidays to be over so I could start fresh again, right? Because it's that depressing time of year where everyone gets together and they have that family time and I can't I could try for the benefit especially at work everybody's so festive and then it's like at work is different than at home at work with your colleagues and your and your boss you have to make a good impression right so let's bring on the happiness for that one time let's make it festive let's have a good time you know I keep to myself at work, and the reason why, it's not that I don't like the people that I work with, that's not the reason why. It's just that, it's just hard for me to really get into the spirit. I think the thing that's gonna make me very, very happy, and I spoke it, spoke of it with my significant other, I told him, I said, the thing that will make both of us happy is to be together physically. And in order for us to do that, again, We have to pray. We have to give a sign from God, a miracle. Do you believe in miracles? Miracles right now is a good time, especially around Christmas. Everybody prays for a Christmas miracle. You know, when someone is sick, you want to wish them good health and wealth and prosperity. You want to wish them all of that. You want them to heal. Me, I came down with a sore throat, and I was actually sick in the office. And I had the door closed, but I felt like... I kept coughing. My voice started to change. I couldn't even hear myself talk very well. Now, luckily, I didn't have to talk too much, you know, because it was very quiet. I think this whole week is going to be very, very quiet. I don't think there's going to be any type of anything going on. But again, thing that makes things um, for me, when you ask yourself, what makes true happiness? What gives you joy? What gives you pleasure? What what puts a smile on your face? What motivates you? Well, my significant other motivates me. I think about him 24-7, and I think about everything. And I also think about me and him just creating a private life with each other. In other words, no outsiders, no... Um, no no outsiders, no people trying to tell us how to, how to be in our relationship. I don't want that. I don't want people telling us what to do. I don't like that. It's like you're dictating. Hey, I think I know what you two need. No, I don't like that. It, I just think that when you get to be at a certain point in your life, you don't want people to try to tell you, well, I think you should do this or I think you should be like this. Yeah, no, thank you for your advice, but no, we can handle it ourselves. Thank you very much. Privacy is important, too, in this day and age, especially when you're with someone, because you just don't get enough of it. We, as individuals, as humans, don't get enough privacy. If you, like you make a big... Um, let, let me put it this way. If you make a contribution to society, say if you help out people, right, and you do that one good deed, and you get recognized for it, then all of a sudden you've got somebody waiting off to the side to try to take away that happiness that you created not just for yourself but for the people that you're trying to help everybody starts talking and you say to yourself why is that why are you talking about me do you know me no you don't know me you want to get to know me ask me a question i've actually brought this up i was thinking about going the video route why i want you to see my emotions i want you to see me we can talk about anything i can do different videos me being outside or being being in the house or wherever and give you an idea of who I am I'm not hiding anymore I'm not I, but I do want all of you to understand this privacy is important for everybody whether you're a couple you're an individual whatever it is wherever you are in your life whatever stage you are in your life because again don't get enough of it everybody wants to know everything about this person I've got to know why do you have to know are you writing a story about me a book am I going to be on television What? and I've gotten this reaction from people I said oh no we listen to your podcast because you give us inspiration you give us hope you give us the chance to go on that's what I'm trying to do I'm trying to motivate all of you it's not easy you know my life is challenging at times everybody seems to think oh well you know she has a job, she has a roof over her head, she has someone that loves her, she has a podcast that she's doing on the side, I still am dealing with a lot of different things, and, but I'm trying to be positive about it, because again, you can't live in a, in a, in a, in a you, you can be positive, you can be positive in a positive world, but you can't be positive in a negative world, you can't, Think about that you can't be positive in a negative world if the world is negative all the time, how can you be positive? you can if if you shrug off the things of the people that are getting to you you know a lot of people think, well you know my family's getting to me you know but then they but then they don't understand me I had this talk with my colleague do you ever get that feeling? I myself will tell everyone I am the black sheep in the family I stand out from my own family members see. Everybody seems to think, you're going to be just like your family. You're going to do all of this. No, I consider myself to be the black sheep because I do have a mind of my own and I can speak. Some people don't want to hear what I have to say. Okay, that's fine. You don't have to listen to me. But I want people to really understand who I am. And again, happiness. It's hard sometimes to achieve it. But it's not impossible. And it all depends on what you're looking for in your life. What is it that makes you happy? Ask that question. What is it that makes you happy? Well, for me, getting up every morning, facing another day, being alive, we can be grateful for that. Or some people that, you know, well, let's just say it's inevitable. Some people think, well, I've got plenty of time I've got my whole life ahead of me. A lot of people die at a young age. A lot of people don't even make it to senior citizen. Or some people die in between. And you think of all the people that have that have lived longer lives and then something just happens to them. It, it's a part of life. We don't want to deal with it. Well, we have to, right? And we have to ask ourselves this question. Who or what makes us happy? Again, happiness comes from within. I got the happiness when I was a younger girl. When I was a younger child, a girl, a little girl, growing up, my father made me happy. He would take me to the candy store. We would go for walks. He would take me to the park. I had such a memorable time as a child, as a young girl. But then, when I was a teenager, well, it was a little different. The times that we spent were a little bit different. He took me to the racetrack, because he liked betting on the horses. Or we would just have that quality father-daughter time, until the time that my happiness was completely gone because he was no longer in the picture and I was struggling at the young age of 21 you think wow I didn't have my father for very long most people have their father for a lifetime most people see their father grow and get to that age and then they become a grandfather he became a grandfather he only knew my nephew he didn't know his other two grandkids his granddaughters and they used to have my nieces would ask me, what was what was what was grandpa like? He was a good man. He was funny, very giving. Very giving, very funny. I mean you can even ask my nephew, we'll tell you. But again, my nephew at the time was two when my father passed away. But still, the idea that you know, they had that close connection, grandson, grandfather. You know, I mean it came close to having his own son, but not really. My father was very good with children. My father was just, my father was good with animals too. When I had my first cat, Apollo, when he would be waiting for his, for his ride to come pick him up in the front, he would be talking to the other cat. He would be talking to my, the first cat that I had and have a conversation. And as soon as he'd come home, the cat would run to the door and they would be like, best buddies. And that was a nice time. And I thought, there's a guy that everybody appreciated. He was good with everybody, with the neighbors, and he would do his conversations, and he would go out in the, in the back. We used to have a vineyard in the back, and whenever we'd had grown grapes, he would send me around to deliver grapes to all the neighbors and share. He shared what he, what he grew. You know, he could have been selfish and said, oh, I'm gonna keep all of this for myself. He didn't do that. He was the type of man that gave, you know, very lending, helping hand whenever he could. But unfortunately, again, my happiness was robbed because he was taken at a very young age. And I thought to myself, I don't know if I can take that anymore. And we're all going to lose people in our lifetime. That's a given. And I've talked about this, but especially the holidays are tough. I know that it's hard. It, when the new year comes, that's the hardest part for me. Because you leave the people behind. The people that didn't have a chance to see the next year I know my mother is watching over and so is my father but my father's been gone for a long time it's not that I don't love him he's been gone for 32 years and I said to my significant other I said to him earlier I said I think me and you should go to church I sometimes am ashamed to even walk into a church because when I walk into a church you know what I see? the image of my mother laying there It it, it, it just paralyzes me I haven't been able to go to church I know, and God's probably frowning on me right now. My happiness is when my parents were alive, when we had our families together for the holidays, celebrating. Where's the celebration now? So now I say to all of you, where do you find your true happiness? What makes you happy? What gives you what puts a smile on your face? If anybody can come up with a with, with an answer, what makes you smile? everybody has things that make them smile uh it could be somebody in your life uh it could be your children it could be something that you accomplished and did all on your own uh you you graduated from college you, you you have your own business you did something that you are so proud of and it puts that smile on your face and i say go out and get what you need to do in life go out and grab your own happiness and don't listen to what other people say you know a lot of people like to put their two cents in If family members think that they know what makes you happy, I'll tell you what makes me happy. What makes me happy? Being with my significant other. Having that life that we both desperately want. Having a chance to be with each other. To get to know one another. Because in the end, that's what matters. Then I ask that question all the time. I want us to be together. But in order for us to do that, I want to make sure that he's going to be well physically because I worry about him. He says not to worry Well, I worry. I'm a worrier. I take after my mother. And that's another thing I wanted to touch on quickly. Jealousy. A lot of people think jealousy is an evil emotion. It's not. Jealousy is good because that tells you that the person in your life cares about you when they're jealous. Whether it's a man jealous of a woman or woman jealous of a man or whatever, that means they love you. Don't take that as, oh my God, you're jealous. because. Sometimes they associate jealousy with being controlling and that's not always the case. Okay, I mean, think of it this way. Say you're married, right? Now, your husband drops you off at work. You work with men. There's nothing you can do about that. Like me, I work with men. Men and women. It's a combination of both, but my manager is a man. And he had said, oh, I'm jealous. I'm like, jealous of what? The majority of the people that I work with married. I have no interest in married men. I don't. The only man I have an interest for, interested in is you. That's, that's the only thing. But again, I said to him, you love me. That's why you're jealous. You love me. And I'm jealous of you. You work with women. So it works both ways. Being jealous is okay. Again, people seem to confuse jealousy with with someone who's controlling and far different emotions. That's two different emotions altogether. And when you worry about someone, my mother said this to me, Now, when you worry about someone, you truly love them. You could easily say, oh, I'm not going to worry about you. Then that means that you don't care, right? I mean, my mother was a worrier. She worried about us constantly. Even when we got to be assertive, she goes, I'm always going to be your mother and I'm always going to worry, worry about you no matter what age you get. That's how my mother was. You know, if you didn't call right away, she would panic. If you didn't let her know when you're coming home, she would panic, but that's okay. At the time I didn't understand it, now I do, and I miss it. I miss hearing her voice, because she'll say to me, call me when you get to work, call me when you leave. Uh, Let me know if you're sitting in traffic, because she would have to put dinner on the table, and she want to make sure. Should I put it in now? No, wait till I get closer, because I could be far away. Um, she was always like that, and and I loved her for that, and I miss her, I miss her, and, and and she put a smile on my face. My mother had a beautiful smile. I look back at her wedding pictures to my father, beautiful, beautiful couple. He was handsome, she was beautiful. She she and she still looks the same, believe it or not. When I looked at her picture, she looks the same. <coughs> Pardon me, I'm starting to get a sore throat. <coughs> we have to take care of our health too when you got someone in your life we have to take care of each other it's important we can't both be sick because we're both sick we're both going to be worried about one another and again that's fine but again I feel a tickle in my throat I actually felt it and I told him he's now worried now he says, oh I'm going to have to talk to your manager it's, it's, it's nobody at work it's just the weather it's, it's, everything's crazy over here everything was really crazy I said to him I'm going to get you better you're going to get better first because we can't both be sick when you really love someone you look out after them you make them number one you make them your priority and you got to remember that anybody out there anyone you have in your life make them a priority before anything else don't put work before your family because when you put work it's like that's all you care about I've seen people on the holidays because they don't have anybody and they're ashamed to tell people, hey, I'm going to be alone. They'll just make up something. If you ask them, hey, what are you doing for the holidays? Oh, um, I'll probably have a quiet evening alone to myself. You feel bad. You're like, oh, well, why don't you come over and maybe another time. I sometimes don't want to impose on people. Now, my sister asked me about a week ago, she goes, are you coming over? I'm like, I'll let you know. It all depends on many things. Lately, I just want to keep to myself. I don't really want to get into the holiday spirit. I haven't been able to really been around my family for that period of time. There's a part of me that just wants to stay home. (laughs) That's basically what it comes down to. There's a part of me that just wants to stay home and just reflect. Think about all the things. Because this whole year went by so fast. Went too fast. I don't even remember... The beginning of 2022, never mind now the end. In the years go by fast, but we gotta hold on to new memories. When we have someone in our life, we make new memories with them and we make that last. You know, we we cherish all the good times we had with our loved ones, whether they're here or they're not. But you make memories with new people. And a lot of people don't wanna do that. A lot of people still wanna be in the past. In order for you to be in the present and the future, you have to let go. As painful as that may sound, I'm not saying, forget about the people in your life, that's not what I'm saying, because they're always going to be in your heart. It took me a long time, I'm still struggling with it, but again, I am doing the best I can to be strong, because I have to be. I can't fall apart. If I fall apart, I know what's going to happen. My emotions are going to take over, and the little voice inside of my head is going to say, oh my God. You're alone now. What's going to happen? See, I dread the holidays because the holidays are just like that. The holidays for me are painful. Every time we get towards the end of the year around Christmas or New Year's, that's when it gets hurt hardest for me, especially New Year's Eve. You know, everybody goes out and celebrates and they're with their loved ones. And The last Christmas and New Year's was when my mother was sick. She couldn't enjoy it she just lost interest she was thinking about the pain the pain was too much for her too much it's too much pain if you watch somebody suffer and go through pain it's the most horrific thing in the world it's horrific if you ask yourself well how does anybody get through it by the grace of god when I was going through my illness, I did. I had to pray to God. My mother did it praying. She went to church. She lit a candle. She talked to, to a priest. She did everything she could. And guess what? A miracle happened. I got better. If it wasn't for her, if she wasn't around at the time that I got sick, I don't know, I probably would have given up. Because I, again, I don't like hospitals and doctors. I don't like to be prodded. But I felt like I was a, an animal in a labor- in the laboratory. That's what I felt like, an animal in a laboratory. Because that's what they make you do. They they, they find a way to get as much blood out of you, to, you know, and going back and forth and getting the medicines and the shots. Every medicine that they gave me, every type of medication that I thought was doing good for me, did the opposite. And there were a few times I had to be put under, and, and she, my mother actually believed that I was going to die. She goes, I can't get my daughter to wake up. Yeah, when you put me under anesthesia and then I have other drugs within me, yeah, it's like a long, deep sleep. She panicked. But see, this is a mother for you. She cared. Okay. She says, I don't want anything to happen to you. You're my youngest daughter. What would I do without you? Now she came out and said to me, if something had happened to you, or if you decided to give up, I don't know if I can go on. I said, Mom, don't talk like that, please. Look, both of your sisters are grown. They have families of their own. You're my youngest. And I'm still hoping one day... And if I'm still alive... Now, she kept saying, if I'm still alive... And I said, you will be alive. I want to see you walk down the aisle. I want to see you with someone who's going to take very good care of you. And you'll have a family and life of your own. And I will be able to rest in peace. She never got a chance. She never got a chance to see that. And I wasted all this time with those three jackasses that I call exes. I wasted my time with them. I should have said, you know what? That's it. I'm... When I'm ready to go out there and get someone, it will happen. And it did, it happened through God. God makes the connections and brings people together. You don't believe it, right? You're saying, what are you talking about? God brings people together, the right people together. He finds people that are right for each other. People don't meet people. And you're saying, of course they do. No, they don't, people don't meet people. God brings people together. If you ever ask someone, how did you two meet? you know that half of the times people say, we met in church? Well, church is the Lord's house. You're in the Lord's house. That's where you met. So think of it that way. So I'm gonna cut this short because my voice is starting to uh, hurt. But again, happiness comes from within. Make your own happiness. Just let us know. Let me know what makes you happy. What puts a smile on your face? What keeps you going? The thing you need to do is to stay positive in the crazy time that we're living in now. Things are going chaotic, you know. I've noticed some good things like the gas prices coming down, but everything else is starting to kind of like ease up again. People are getting sick, people are just trying to survive, and that's the key word survive. So, God bless all of you. Stay strong, stay true to all of yourselves again. Find out what makes you happy. Find out what gives you a smile on your face every single day. And no matter what, don't listen to what other people think that they... If they don't know you, they can't tell you or determine and tell you what kind of what, what happiness is to you. You know what makes you happy. Go out there and find what you need to find. Go out there and fulfill your dreams. Go out there and do whatever it is. Be the best that you can be. Be the best be the best. God bless all of you. Take care.